Hey there, welcome to the Happy Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew. I like to talk health and well-being every Monday and Thursday. Over 319 episodes in the archive over the last three years. If you'd like to pop into the archive and check out some of those previous episodes, do so. If you'd like to subscribe and share with friends and family, please do so too. And if you feel the urge, leave the podcast a positive review. Famous author Margaret Atwood said, you're never going to kill storytelling. It's built into the human plan. And this is so very true. We're all storytellers and we always have been. It's the oldest form of communication common to all humans down through history, regardless of location or time. But why have stories been so central to our existence down through the ages? Well, because they quite literally captured our imaginations. The spoken word reaches our ears and our brains, then imbue those words with life. The human brain thinks in terms of images. It visualises or imagines the story being told in vivid detail, and this prompts our emotional responses and intellectual understanding. More often than not, a story has a lesson at its heart, be it good versus evil, triumph in the face of failure, or whatever the lesson may be. The beauty of the story format is that we actually learn the lesson of the story in a very subtle way. Through hearing the narrative, we unconsciously construct the story in our minds and learn the lesson therein. It's rather brilliant because we hear the words, but immediately we invest in those words emotionally, visually and intellectually. And the lesson and understanding sticks for good. I have in previous episodes recounted stories from philosophers like Aristotle and others. And today I thought I would share with you several stories or parables from which we can glean real inspiration and motivation. And perhaps you might share these stories with others if you get value from them yourself. So the first story is the tale of the pencil. It underlines the notion that we have our strengths and our weaknesses and that we can utilise them to make beautiful creations that have a purpose. So in the story of the pencil, the pencil maker tells the pencil five key lessons as it journeys through life. In the first lesson, the pencil maker suggests to the pencil that all the events that befall the pencil at the beginning of its lifetime are part of the sharpening process. For the second lesson, the pencil maker tells the pencil that mistakes are always correctable. In the third lesson, the pencil learns that what is inside is what really counts, in this case lead. In the fourth lesson, the pencil learns that it will only find its true purpose if and only if it allows itself to be guided by the hand that holds it. And finally, the pencil maker tells the pencil that at some stage it will be left behind, but the marks it has made will make a difference. I love this story. It's so ridiculously simple to understand. Even a child would get the lesson here about personal growth and using one's gifts or talents to make one's mark. It also highlights the inherent need for us to accept ourselves and any limitations we may have. We will make mistakes, but we can absolutely learn from them if we allow ourselves to be guided by the hand of others. It's a beautiful little story. 
Next up, I have a motivational story about happiness. This parable is about a man who travels to a distant land with the goal of finding happiness. He meets an old man who tells him happiness is not found in a far-off land, but only inside oneself. He tells the traveller to look out for a particular tree in a forest close by, which, according to legend, holds the secret of true happiness. So the traveller duly goes looking for the tree. Alas, when he finds it, he's disappointed because there's nothing special about its appearance, and it simply looks like any regular tree. Then, all of a sudden, the old man shows up and instructs the traveller to cut the tree down and to open it up. The traveller does as instructed and finds nothing inside the tree but regular wood, to his frustration. The old man tells him the true secret of happiness is not something found outside of oneself, like a thing, an object or a situation, but instead one's attitude, one's perspective, one's perception or one's mindset. Happiness is ultimately not derived from things external to us, but from harvesting a mentality of calm, of gratitude and of contentment. So cultivate your inner peace instead of relying on external, unpredictable things, events and forces to bring you happiness. Another motivation story I have for you involves a butterfly. In the story, a girl finds a cocoon with a tiny opening at one end and notices that there is a butterfly trying but really struggling to emerge from the cocoon. The girl proceeds to help the butterfly by widening the opening of the cocoon. Alas, the butterfly is still finding it difficult and doesn't seem to be able to fly properly. The girl quickly realises that it's the actual struggle to emerge from the cocoon that is the crucial part of the butterfly's development. The butterfly needs to experience the difficulty so that it invests the effort to break free from the cocoon. If it does this, it acquires the strength needed for its wings to be able to fly. This again is such a simple story. One can visualise the butterfly struggling to emerge from its cocoon. And it's a metaphor for personal growth and facing up to significant challenges. Challenges that cannot be shirked if we are going to reach our full potential. Yes, we will always have to overcome hardships, challenges and obstacles. And in doing so, we become a stronger version of ourselves. If we sidestep struggles or challenges or hardships, we are the only ones who lose out on that growth-making opportunity. We should also trust in the power of change, as it will leave us transformed for the better if we allow it to do so. I've spoken previously about the damage of limiting beliefs and what they do to our ability to grow and push our boundaries. The Elephant and the Rope is a short story about how those limiting beliefs and conditioning can hold us back in life from achieving our potential. In this story, a woman happens upon an elephant who is tied to a small, thin piece of rope. Now, if you picture an elephant, they are huge, incredibly strong animals and it should easily have the strength to break free from the rope in question with very little effort at all, but it simply doesn't even try to do this. 
The woman is perplexed and asks the elephant herder for the reason why the elephant fails to even attempt to break itself free of its rope bonds. To which the elephant herder replies that when the elephant was an infant, it was tied to the exact same rope. But at that stage of its life, the rope was strong enough to constrain the elephant. Over time, the elephant became conditioned to accept that it wasn't physically capable of breaking the rope, even though it now had the strength to do so with ease. You can quite easily see that the elephant possessed a limiting belief, one that convinced it that it could not break the rope. And so this story, when applied to us, offers us an insight into the damaging effects of limiting beliefs. When we give them credence, we limit ourselves and stop ourselves from reaching our full potential. When we know our beliefs are what is doing us damage, we can challenge them so that we may indeed reach that potential which hitherto eluded us. Have you ever heard the story of the retiring carpenter? Okay, so the carpenter had been working for the one employer for many, many years, when he one day announced to his employer that he was going to retire. Well, the employer was saddened to hear the carpenter was going to hang up his tools after all these years of loyal service, but he asked the carpenter to build one final house before he retired, and the carpenter duly agreed to the request. But he wasn't entirely committed, given his mind had already been made up, and in his mind he had retired already. He used inferior materials and took many shortcuts to finish his final job. When the carpenter finished his last ever job, his employer inspected the build and made the surprise announcement that this house would be gifted to the carpenter for his loyal years of service. The carpenter was taken aback. He thought if only he'd known he was building what would become his own home, he might not have taken shortcuts. The key lesson here is that every day we are building our lives. Therefore, we must always do our very best, even when no one is watching. And one final short story with a motivational life lesson involves a cup of coffee. So a group of people are sitting in a cafe talking about coffee. During the course of the conversation, they compare life to a cup of coffee. One guy said that life is like a cup of coffee. It just all depends on how you make it. A girl said in response, yes, but you aren't able to control the temperature of the water or the quality of the coffee beans that you have. Someone else remarked, but you do have control over the quantity of coffee and, by extension, the strength of the coffee you brew. Then an older lady, who had been sitting quietly listening to the conversation, said, Life isn't like a cup of coffee. It's the coffee cup that matters. She said, It's the cup that holds the coffee and shapes its experience. Similar to the coffee cup, we need to focus on what we have and appreciate it. The lesson is, life is what we shape it to be. Life is what we make of it. Ultimately, it's the cup that matters more than the coffee. Well, there you go. Some simple, easily remembered short stories that bring with them a simple but crucial life lesson that will hopefully help motivate you and the people you share these stories with.
Well, thank you for listening to this edition of the Happy Habit Podcast. Like, subscribe, share and leave the podcast a positive review. Until next time, stay happy. Thank you.